Welcome to episode 50 of One Cowboy's Way. It has been exactly a year, as far as I can tell, uh, <laughs> unless I'm off. Uh, it has been exactly one year since we posted a, an episode of the podcast, but what a year it's been. <clears throat> yeah. 2020 was a, was a whole thing. It was uh, all three. All three of us got COVID watching a Cowboys game, no less. <laughs> um, that's ironic. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's about how the Cowboys usually make me feel watching them. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> well, the whole 2020 season was just a giant. Uh, I don't even know what to say about the 2020 season. Disappointment. I'm not even sure. Really justifies it, to be honest. So. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this is uh, like I said, episode forty nine. We're uh, we're doing this over Zoom, uh, so uh, yeah, we've uh, had some changes over the course of the last year. Kurt's joining us again for our annual mock draft episode. Howdy! That's right. And uh, they're they are at Matt's house. I am at my own house, accompanied by uh, a sick pooch and well, another pooch who's down on guard duty. So. Yeah, uh, we're going to do our usual mock draft snake style. Um, either Matt or Kurt, or Kurt will read a pick. Uh, they will start the next pick, and I will be sandwiched in between the two. Uh, rose between two thorns, if ever there was. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so uh, this is probably the least prepared personally that I have been for a uh, draft season in, in quite some time. I don't know about you guys. Mm. Well, part part of it, part of prepping for it, to uh, make what's been hard about prepping for it is there really wasn't any football to, you know, speak of or, or you know, there there was some football, don't get me wrong, but it just wasn't a normal football season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they yeah. didn't have the, they didn't have the, uh, did they have the uh, combine? No combine. No combine. And nope. pro days were a little weird too. Yeah, like I yeah, know Jabril yeah. Cox just had his own personal pro day. Yeah. So that's kind of weird, actually. Yeah. Well, and you had so many opt outs this year. We should draft Jabril Cox, by the way. We could certainly touch on that. <laughs> yeah, we should in the second round, maybe third round, if he's still around. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he will be. Yeah, I yeah. got a different linebacker in mind in the third round. Did you? <laughs> Yeah, all right, he's already with, told me. with one of those two picks. We can talk about all that later. All right, we'll yeah. talk about that later. All right, well, should we get this started? <clears throat> I'm ready when you are. All right, well, I think probably the least surprising pick. Uh, First the, two picks. I yeah, probably. But anyway, number one overall, the Jacksonville Jaguars in the 2021 One Cowboys Wave mock draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence quarterback Clemson, who arguably is the top quarterback prospect to come into the draft since Andrew Luck. Um, seems like a no-brainer. I think it will be a no-brainer, and the draft will move on to pick two. Uh, yeah, I think we're like I said. I think we're going to go three for three on these, unless uh, you know Urban Meyer decides to pull some Jedi mind tricks and go with Justin Fields. Uh, yeah, I got Trevor Lawrence here as well. As do I. Um, I think that's pretty much uh, given uh, that they're going to go with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this is the guy that we've all been waiting to go number one for three years now. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Ever since Clemson won that 
they won the title with him as a freshman, didn't freshman, they? Freshman, yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah. But, <clears throat> there, I mean, there was people saying after his freshman year, if he came out now, he would be the first pick in the draft. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is pretty straightforward. So yeah. All right. So you start. Then. My turn. Oh. Yep. Uh, the Jets, uh, the second pick of the draft to go was Zach Wilson out of BYU. I think that's kind of a, a foregone as well. I think they've uh, pretty much announced that that's what they intend to do. Uh, so I went with Zach Wilson. Yeah, I also have uh, round one pick two New York Jets, Zach Wilson, quarterback BYU. Mm-hmm. He just has the biggest boom or bust potential, and I think uh, to, to me he does. I think that him going to New York just has bust written all over it because that just seems to be what the Jets do with everything is bust. And uh, I can just see, I I can just see like 20 years from now, bust. Mm. Who the hell was Zach Wilson, you know? Too bad the Giants wouldn't get him then. Yeah, right. Zach Wilson. They've already already done theirs. Well, that's true, but... Zach, <laughs> Zach Wilson has had some injury issues too. So, mm. uh. um, yeah, I also have Zach Wilson going to the Jets. Uh, he's you watch some of his throws, and he's got some Aaron Rodgers to his game, just with his ability to throw off platform. Um, he's obviously not as big. He's a little, you know, he's six one, I think. But um, <clears throat> I think ever since Mahomes came into the league, the uh, the league seems to want to find quarterbacks that can uh, do it for themselves, you know, be able to make plays when there aren't plays available. And Wilson seems to have that ability in his game. But, yeah, like you said, Coulter, the Jets, they've already ruined one quarterback prospect within the last few years. I mean, Sam Darnold, they basically chewed him up and spit him out because they couldn't put any talent around him. Granted, I, I was on this same podcast think, saying Sam Darnold was going to be a bust anyway, but, you know, that's, that's you know, Jets, I, I, Jets franchise notwithstanding, but, I mean. I, I mean, realistically speaking, when was the last time the Jets had, a like, a good quarterback? Joe Namath? I mean, Chad Pennington was fine for a while. Pennington was the last one that I can remember yeah. that was any good. <clears throat> and, and he wasn't even, like, good. He was just... Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is where I'm interested to see where you guys go because this is this is where I think it's going to start to get weird. Yeah. 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 We're about to see the and I mean this is where we're going to find out that I think we're going to come to the conclusion that a lot of NFL teams have really different views on players than any of us casual fans do. Yeah. Um. So I saw a report today that said that the Niners had narrowed it down to either. Mac Jones or Trey Lance. And I personally think that's dumb. I went with the Niners taking Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. Now, I did this, granted, before this report came out, but I think Justin Fields is probably, I would argue, maybe the second best quarterback in this whole class, even better than Zach Wilson. Uh, And taking goober face Mac Jones (laughs) and Trey Lance, who's Got a ton of potential, but uh, has played, what, 18 games for FCS North Dakota State is scary. Um, So I guess I'll say I have Justin Fields going through here. I think he should go here based off of earlier uh, reports today. It doesn't sound like it, but uh, that's who I have. 
when the 49ers originally moved up to get this pick, uh, it sounded like I, I thought it was for Justin Fields. Uh, you know, I, I figured, you know, that's the third, you know, second or third best guy in this draft. I, I think, you know, him and him and Zach Wilson, I think are, you know, kind of that two a to B. Uh, I think you, you're probably good either way. Um, but, uh, I almost immediately after it started coming out that Mac Jones is the guy that that's who Shanahan wants. And so, um, that's why I have him taking, I've, I've got him going third. And, uh, Colter, I have, uh, Mac Jones going third too, even though I've heard a lot of the reports. In fact, I watched a couple of ESPN, <clears throat> Uh, shows that said that uh, they had narrowed it down to two, um, which before it was Mac Jones. I mean, everybody was on the Mac Jones uh, bandwagon. Kuyper, McShay, uh, Mortensen, Schefter, anybody who, who was on TV was saying it was going to be Mac Jones. So that's that's where I am now. Watch, they'll probably go with. Uh, Somebody else. Hmm. Can someone explain to Mac me Mac Jones? Because I don't see it. I just don't see it at all. I, I don't either. But <clears throat> I, I don't know. The the most convincing argument I saw for him today was like, you know, a lot of people say, well, he had all this talent around him, and and yeah, that's true. But somebody was like, well, you know, where guys ever having to go like make plays for him or anything like that, and you know, I guess not really. You know, nobody was ever having to bail him out or anything like that, but. At the same time, you know, when you have guys like Jalen Waddell and, you know, Najee Harris and, you know, people like that around you, you and, you know, all, you know, all conference offensive linemen and, you know, tight ends and people like that. You don't really have to get into situations like that. Whereas when you end up on a team like the 49ers, who when they don't have a starting caliber veteran quarterback are in big trouble, I think that they're kind of exposed. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I've made plain that I think Mac Jones is booty. <laughs> and I I wouldn't draft him above probably the third or fourth round. But, you know, I'm just a teacher. What do I, I know? Yeah, you know, I, I see like a second-round quarterback. He reminds me a lot of Andy Dalton. Yeah. I mean – Maybe get like he seems worthy of like a, a high second round pick, a guy you know, or like Derek Carr, somebody like that. Yeah, I just I don't. I don't see a top five pick at all. No, not not the requisite arm strength. Maybe has the like decision making. I, I think I think San Francisco could have got him at twelve where they were, probably, or maybe just traded up a little bit, but like to three. I mean, come on. Yeah, maybe maybe up to eight. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess that's uh, that's where we stand there. So, um, is it me, Kyle? Yeah. Right. Is it oh, me? No, it's you. It's you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Falcons at number four go with Kyle Pitts. I went back and forth on was it going to be Pitts? So is it going to be a quarterback to to replace Matt Ryan? And then you hear reports. Well, they still think Matt Ryan's got. Three or four good years left. Uh, uh, you know, you got new management, new coach. You don't know which way to go, really. But 
excluding a trade, uh, I went with uh, Kyle Pitts. Just they haven't. Uh, Matt Ryan has struggled since Gonzalez left. So, um, you know, I thought that would be the right pick. All right. Yeah, I uh, I, I toyed with uh, I toyed with Pitts here as well. Um, ultimately, I thought with San Francisco going with Jones. Um, and possibly the second-best quarterback falling into their lap in fields, they ended up kind of just having to go with best guy available at a position that I think is of need because Matt Ryan's, what, 38 now? Um, I mean, he's... 36, he's I think. Not, yeah, he, I was maybe not quite 38, but he's he's up there. Yeah. And let's be honest, he's not the most mobile guy in the world, so it's oh, only no, a matter no. of time yeah. before he gets injured. Yep. So, uh, I mean... I just think you got to go for your quarterback of the future. If I remember right, Fields is from Georgia as well. Uh, so I think uh, I think that's I think that's what they do. It's probably uh, so probably a Fields. pretty pretty good bet, I think. But you know, we'll see. Uh, I also had the Falcons taking Kyle Pitts and breaking my heart because Kyle Pitts is my guy. Oh, <laughs> oh no, he's not my guy. He's yeah. just you yeah. know that's what um, the Cowboys need in the first round. Yeah, of course it is. Um, no, I, I think Kyle Pitts is a stud. I think he might arguably be the best player. If like he's right up there with Trevor Lawrence in my mind, as far as uh, player, you know, uh, prospects go. Um, I think he's probably the best tight end to come into the draft since Vernon Davis, and uh, I think he's better. So maybe ever might be the best tight end prospect ever. Um, hot takes. We're back with the hot takes. Hot takes. That's why I'm here. For my hot takes and my lack of football knowledge, so you should put <laughs> no, me on. Think, uh, put me on yeah, Fox Sports I One. I think you know Fields. Fields being from Georgia and, and falling into their lap, you know, it's an ideal situation really for him to walk into because you know he he can sit a year, realistically speaking. And it, even if they don't want him to sit a year, he's got Calvin Ridley, he's got Julio Jones for now, anyway. Um, until suddenly all these trade rumors started swirling around Jones. Uh, I mean, that is like an incredible situation for a kid like him to walk into. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of where my mind went with it. So. Yeah. I'd argue Fields is not like your average Ohio State quarterback. I mean, he was a highly He's touted good. recruit coming out of high school. He went to Georgia to begin with. So, I mean, he. I think he's had success you know, outside of Ohio state. So I think he might be, maybe he'll break the Ohio state quarterback mold. Cause there really hasn't been one that's been all that successful in the pros. No. So we'll see. And going to Atlanta very well could, I think he could go to either the 49ers or Atlanta and probably be successful. Um, they're decent, uh, situations either way. So, but anyway, um, pick five, that's me, right? I have the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Taking Joe Burrow's old teammate, Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Um, I don't know if that's the smartest decision. I think they need to protect Joe Burrow with an offensive lineman, but uh, it seems to make a little too much sense in my head to pair him back up with Joe Burrow. So, that's Yeah, I, I toyed with that one too, uh, just because I thought the same thing. His old teammate, they got, they got on so well. Obviously, that was a really great pairing for LSU. But ultimately, I, I thought just because of Burrow's in, injury last year, they go, they, they learned their lesson. 
and they take uh, Penesul, Tackle, Oregon. It's hmm. probably yeah. who they should take. <laughs> well, it's, you know, I went back and forth between Sewell and Chase, and I also picked Chase just because I thought, you know, the fifth fifth pick in the draft, uh, they could get Chase in the first round and then get an offensive lineman in the second round, and it's pretty high pretty high pick even though it's the second round and they've got a lot of offensive linemen in the draft this year so you know that was my logic I'm not sure it'll ring true when when they start uh, making the selections they'll probably pick Sewell and I'll go shit and, <laughs> you know so that's where I was on that one <clears throat> all right well that's back to you then at six <clears throat> All right, this is where it gets a little bit muddy for me. Um, you know, there's been talk about Dolphins uh, swapping picks with the Falcons, and I don't know. I, You know, I got down to the Dolphins. It's kind of like, oh, God, you know, they need a, they need uh, some weapons, I guess, for, for their uh, QB, and I just thought Devontae Smith was, was a good weapon on the outside, so... I picked Devontae Smith uh, at six for the Dolphins. Not sure, like I said, uh, that's that's the right one, but that's what I did. All right. Yeah, I uh, I almost agree, Kurt. I had uh, same position, mm-hmm. same school, but I went with Jalen Waddle, my first receiver off the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought, you know. Tua, Alabama quarterback, Alabama receiver, and for some reason everybody seems to be so hot with Waddle right now. I, I don't know what it is. He seems to be kind of the NFL's pet cat mm-hmm. in terms of receivers, um, even more so than Chase, more so than Smith, who I think is an inc- like I don't know why there's not talk of Smith going top five. Yeah, like he is incredible to me. But hey, who am I? Yeah. Speed, I think, is the main thing. I mean, uh, Jalen Waddle is arguably the fastest player in this whole draft. And well, I mean, you know, Tyreek Hill, you know, yeah. makes everybody want to have a, a Tyreek Hill type of speed guy, you know. Yeah. Well, you saw it last year with Henry Ruggs. Yeah. He was the first receiver off the board, and he was probably, what, the third best, fourth best receiver in the class? Yeah. You know, I mean, you got. Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, all who easily had probably better rookie years than yeah. drugs did. Um, and I think everybody's just looking for that speed. So um, Justin Jefferson's <clears throat> rookie year will help Jamar Chase, too. Sure. Um, Could be. Just yeah. Because, you know, that LSU connection, LSU receivers just seem to produce. Yeah. 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 That's, That's true. Odell and Jarvis Landry. and. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Dad, I agreed with you. I said Devontae Smith as well. Uh, I think his draft slot is going to be fascinating because um, he's he's small. He's really small, like 166 pounds, yeah. like one yeah. of the lightest receivers to ever come into the draft. Yeah, He's not big. He's not fast. But all he did was just dominate at Alabama, like, for yeah. years. Yeah. Um, was the Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, frequently just took guys that are, you know, SEC defensive players of the year and top picks in this year's draft, and he made them look foolish. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see if, if the NFL truly value, values 
production or traits. So I think Waddle versus Smith will be a fascinating conversation to have and just to see where they end up. So I have the Dolphins taking Smith, uh, wide receiver Alabama. So uh, pick seven, Detroit. Um, this <laughs> this is kind of where the the draft is going to get wiggy. Yeah, it could get real wiggy with yeah. trades. So trades at number seven would surprise me at all. Seven, eight, or nine actually. <clears throat> Yeah, with a lot of these quarterbacks maybe starting to slip with like, you know, depending on whose draft we're looking at with Trey Lance or Mac Jones or Justin Fields, you know, one of the three. Um, We don't necessarily predict trades with our mock draft. So I have the Lions taking Jalen Waddell, wide receiver Alabama here. They lost Kenny Galladay. They lost Marvin Jones. It just seems like if you're going to hope that Jared Goff can even reclaim any sort of Someone to the career he had in L.A. with Sean McVay, you got to get him some weapons. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Jalen Waddle goes here and see what happens. Yeah, I uh, I thought about that with Galladay and Jones. Um, you know, they have Hawkinson, uh, but I know that their offensive line is also really bad, uh, and so I went with uh, I went with Rashawn Slater here. Mm. All right. Hmm. Okay. I uh, I went with uh, Jalen Waddle as well, just because of the two wideouts being gone. Um, I didn't realize their offensive line was real bad, but I don't think it matters <laughs> what they take yeah. to be truthful. <clears throat> They've got Jared Goff at quarterback, and that's all you need to know, I think. <laughs> Just taking shots at Jared Goff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I dissed uh, Goff. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I think what really killed Jared Goff was not being able to hear from Sean McVay yeah. uh, for long enough in his helmet anymore. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what got him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this, this could be a prime spot for a trade, and I think the next three picks are really going to influence what happens at 10 with Dallas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. I believe that goes to you then. Number eight. eight. Yeah. Number eight. I got the Panthers taking Panace Sewell. Um, they could very well trade at this slot, but, uh, Sewell wasn't off the board yet. And I know they need offensive line help. So, uh, I've got them taking Panace Sewell. Um, I, I don't foresee a way I, I mean, this, this was strange when I started out. I didn't really foresee myself having this be the pick, but the Panthers have made no bones about the fact really that, um, they're still not, I mean, obviously they're, they weren't sold on Bridgewater. I know they just traded for Darnold, but I don't think that precludes them from picking a quarterback. And I think that if Trey Lance falls in their lap, they'll think about it, and I've got them taking Lance. Wow. Mm. All right. That's interesting. There you go. Um, I wouldn't have expected that just because they picked up Darnold, so, yeah. but that's, that's just me. Yeah, but Darnold's also 
ass. Well, I I know. All right, so we I got know. we're taking shots at Goff and Dart. And so we're we're on a roll. Okay. Um, yeah, but rightfully so. I mean, it's <laughs> fair. I you know. I so I have the Panthers taking Penne Sewell offensive tackle from Oregon here, but Matt Rule just kind of seems like he is a wild card to me. He he basically turned down the Jets job the year before because he they weren't gonna let him have like complete autonomy. And he got the Panthers job knowing he would have complete autonomy to run his mm-hmm. you know probably smart. Yeah, run his team exactly the way he wants to. So, honestly, I don't think Matt Rule's here for anybody's insights on what they think of other players. It just seems like he's going to, you know, get the guy he wants because it's the guy he wants. So, if Carolina just did something off the wall, uh, I I don't know how weird it would be. And I even saw something today that said that they were they're in love with J.C. Horn. Wow. I mean, would they take J.C. Horn over at, at that level? Yeah, at, at eight, know. maybe. Do it. Why not? Yeah, <clears throat> um, they they could take uh, Pat Patrick Sertain too. Yeah, I suppose, so if they want a cornerback, but if, if they're in love with Horn, yeah, take him. I mean, it's it, so I got Penny Sewell here. Uh, it's a I think it's a safe pick. I think it's a good pick. Um, so. That's what I have, but would not be a bit surprised to see Carolina kind of go off the rails here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, at pick nine, I have Denver taking Micah Parsons, linebacker, Penn State, and I have zero issues with it, honestly. Micah Parsons <laughs> was actually my one of my favorite players before I kind of started studying everything. And the longer you kind of listen to some of the crap that he's been involved in, uh, the less I'm interested in taking him. Um, it seems like, uh, I, I mean, he's a freak athlete. You're in a four, three, four, three, nine at like 255 pounds playing linebacker. He's nuts, but he's got some really concerning stuff. Uh, but sounds I think, like, sounds like a linebacker is a cowboy yeah. to draft. Um, it, I mean, he's, he's, Freaky, but he—you'd gotta definitely be, um, I guess, comfortable with his off-field stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's who I have Denver taking. I just think his talent is too good to get out of like maybe the top fifteen. So that's where I have him going. Yeah. Uh, this uh, I really wanted uh, in in my draft, what I wanted to happen was I wanted Trey Lance to fall here. Uh, but I just felt like I agree, Matt. I, th- I think that rules kind of a wild card. And, uh, I thought about Jamar chase going here just because of the Joe Brady connection. So I thought, well, maybe Joe Brady will be like, you know, that was my guy at LSU or one of my guys at LSU. And, you know, so I I thought about having uh, Chase go to the Panthers, but ultimately I I thought, well, Matt Rule's going to be that guy and he's going to say, no, get me all the quarterbacks we can get, you know, uh, so that way I can have multiple shots at having my guy, right? Mm -hmm. And so as much as it hurts me, the Broncos – need defensive back help. 
Hmm. And I have them taking Patrick Sertan, the second cornerback. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Right. Well, we yeah. all disagree on this one. Mm. I, uh, I went around uh, Michael Parsons, thought about him. Um, and, you know, they could very possibly trade down at this spot. Uh, you know, you hear a lot about uh, the Patriots trading up to 9 or 10. and and uh, But since we aren't doing trades, I still have Justin Fields on the board, so I plug Justin Fields in in Denver. Yeah, if, if he makes it to 9, there's no way he doesn't get picked there. There's yeah. no way. They just don't he should. Him. He should, yeah. Drew Locke is... Yeah, Drew Locke is... Me. Okay. Yeah. Drew Locke is ass. So now we've got another quarterback on the shopping block yeah. here. So... <laughs> <laughs> We're just mowing down quarterbacks in this mock draft. So, well, I mean, to be fair, uh, Sam Darnold did tear the Cowboys up. Uh, yeah, I don't he think kicked he, our ass. I think you see the same for Goff. Yeah. Uh, when we played Goff, we contained him pretty well. It was the Rams' run defense, our run game that got run us. Run game, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Of course, when you got a run, when you got a run game, you don't have to throw the ball. Well, when you have a defense like Dallas, you don't have to worry about that's much of well, anything right. other than running that's the ball. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. So you get, to, you get to kick off the big boy here. All right. All I, I, uh, I still had Sertain on the board, so I had the Cowboys picking Patrick Sertain at number 10. They need, I mean, eight or nine defensive spots filled Probably. the way it is right now. Probably. you gotta, you got to start somewhere, and it's mm-hmm. it's there. It's defensive tackle. It's safety or linebacker. And um, yeah, the corner seems like the worst spot to me, so that's where, you know, we lost mm-hmm. some players there, and you got to backfill somehow. I, I hope so, so badly that you're right. Um, I that that's honestly I, I think who I who I've settled on who I've put my kind of my my hopes and dreams on. Uh, he just seems like to me the safest pick in the draft. Um, you know I think he might kind of be already pretty close to his ceiling, but I think it's a pretty damn high ceiling. Yeah. Um, he. Just everything you, you read and see about the guy is that he's so solid. He's, you know, he's going to come in and he's going to be effective immediately. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, that that's the guy. I think you have him and Diggs, and then you get, you know, you have Lewis in the slot. You got Brown on, on the other side because you're going to be running a lot of, obviously, nickel with the way the NFL is now. Yep. Uh, I mean, just... I like that. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I have certain gone, obviously. Uh, I have Kyle Pitts on the board. I know Jerry Jones loves him. I know Matt loves him. Uh, Do it. And I would no. love to watch Dak Prescott him. Do it. No. <laughs> uh, the board has also fallen with J.C. Horn and Micah Parsons. And uh, the wide receivers very nicely for us once again. Mm-hmm. But uh, ultimately, I think that if he's there and certain isn't there, I think we go with Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I, that's what I did. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, you know, that's just, 
That's it, just how my board fell. Yeah, and, it, uh, it, I, if he's I think there. Jerry chooses. I think Jerry chooses Team Fifty Burger. If if yeah, certain's not there and Sewell's not there, I I yeah. think that's what we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think how do we trade down? Yeah, I think but you're I, right. There's no way he doesn't take him. Yeah, if certain's gone. Yep, you're right. If he's there. I mean, it's been pretty well documented that Jerry Jones um, is in love, is with, in love with Kyle. He's got Pitts. a man crush now. Um, so yeah, I mean, if he was there, I I think Jerry would pull his just. Uh, I'm overruling everybody. I don't want to hear it. Kyle Pitts is our pick. Like that that that's just one of those unilateral Jerry decisions that I could see happening if it got there. Honestly, I'm not even sure that Jerry would allow anyone to pick Sertan if he was there and Kyle Pitts was there. Mm. I think Kyle Pitts would be the A1 pick for Jerry Jones. Um, So, um, in my mock, I have the Cowboys taking Patrick Sertan as well. And I selfishly, I'm going to fully admit this, I kind of selfishly penciled Sertan in here I got down to about pick seven, and then I wrote Sertan in at ten, and I was like, "All right, what what can I do with the next couple picks to make sure that he gets there?" Because um, it just makes so much sense for Dallas. Um, just the style of corner that he is, the defense they're playing in. Uh, he was a team captain. He played as a true freshman at Alabama. Um, they, Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn, both went to Alabama's pro day. There's just so many signs that point to Dallas being very interested in Patrick Sertan here that I think he would be a very easy pick sans like Kyle Pitts. Uh, So that's who I have taking. Uh, I think it'd be great. And I don't think you need to get too cute here either. I think if Sertan's on the board, you just do it. Even if you get trade offers, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think that they they if he's there that that's that's the pick. Um, I think even if Pitts is there, that's the pick. Um, if both Pitts and Sertan are both gone, and one of the quarterbacks is there, because I think if that's the case, there one of the quarterbacks will be there. Um, because obviously, either the the Broncos or one of the quarterback needy team, you know, needy quotes teams has passed then you're going to be getting calls yeah um and i'm okay with dropping to say 15 or so and getting jc horn because i like him too mm. i'm ju- i'm just more comfortable with certain sure. just because yeah. he's like i said i think the safest player jc horn might have the higher ceiling of the two jc horn is probably more athletic and I like the way J.C. Horn plays a lot. He plays with a real attitude and a, kind of a pissed-off mentality, which is kind of fun to watch. But I think he also, uh, if he's not coached up well, could turn into a huge penalty magnet as well. Um, Horn kind of reminds me of, like, Jalen Ramsey, whereas I feel like Sertan is more of, like, a Daryl Revis. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Like a little bit more. Horn's like a little bit more of a wild card. Yeah. Whereas you know, Revis was always kind of just a little bit more smooth and solid. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, is it me up now here? Yep. Okay. So, just before we move on to the the Giants pick here, I was just curious. So, say Sertan is gone. Um, 
and a team is calling up to trade for a quarterback, say New England, say Chicago, those are probably two of the more likely situations. Maybe Washington. Um, What are you comfortable getting to move down? Depends how far. Well, let's just say New England, just for the sake of argument here. So you go from 10 to 15. What do you, what kind of compensation are you okay taking in order to move down five spots? I have no idea. Golder? I think it for me it's got to be at least a two. I would think it should be at least a two, but I don't know. You know what uh, what the they've have what their chart says in terms of trading down by slots. What you what you receive? Well. I can tell you what the chart says. The chart says that pick 10 is worth 1300 and pick 15 is worth 1050. Well, New England also has, let's see. Um, hold on. New England also has pick 46. So that would equate to about 1490 uh, to get up to pick 10, which would be 1300. So, I mean, that is pretty much a – I mean, it's a win for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, I don't know if New England's willing to do that. You could say, you know, a swap this year and a two next year. I don't know if that makes it God, more tolerable for New England. I was sure as I would want to do that. I guess in my opinion, uh, if you're coming up for a quarterback, you have to overpay. At least that's what I would hope Dallas yeah, would would yeah. say – is if you're going to come up and like you think you're getting your franchise quarterback, you're going to have to pay to get him. I don't care what the chart says, even if it's an overpay, you're going to have to overpay to get a QB. Well, and, and then too, you can, you know, you got to assume that it's not just one team coming up. Like if if you know if Trey Lance or Justin Fields or Mac Jones falls, it's not just going to be New England calling. You know, yeah. it could be it could be Philadelphia, it could be Washington, it could be Chicago, it could be, you know, it, it could be. Even, I mean, New Orleans, for all we know. I mean, yeah. should Drew Brees yeah. just retire? Yeah. James Winston's not the answer. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care what they say. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much they believe in him. Like, yeah. he's not the answer. It could be Tampa Bay. Brady's yeah. not going to play forever. I mean, the dude's 48. Basically. All right. Well, yeah, that's kind of just it, – it just makes me nervous. Um, even if, like, say you're comfortable moving down – and I think you would hope that uh, J.C. Horn would be the pick. But, you know. All right. So, yeah. Um, like I said, it just it seems to me like if you're trading down, you're maybe hoping that J.C. Horn falls to you there. But 10 to 15 seems like prime J.C. Horn uh, territory. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he gets there. Then you're looking at probably taking a lesser player, and I don't know if I love that. A guy like Quidipe or Micah Parsons or maybe Aziz Ojolari or, you know, I just don't love that. Um, I would hope that if you could trade down, you could get J.C. Horn, but I'm holding my breath that entire time, basically, uh, hoping you can still get him. I don't know. I think think Philly – Philly's angling wide receiver, like – one of those three, I think, makes it to Philly, either Waddle, Chase, or Smith, and they'll take whoever gets to them. And there's been talk of Philly moving back up into the top ten, <laughs> uh, even after they traded, traded out. Which, oh, God. Like, 
In fact, there's even been talk of Philly trading up to pick nine just so that we don't get whoever we want. <laughs> like, you know, believe, you know, whatever, as much of that as you will. But, you know, I've also heard rumbles of the Giants moving down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think there's any there's going to be anybody moving up to get J.C. Horn. You know, I, I really don't. Um, so, yeah, I, and I, I mean, I'm, that doesn't concern me. Um, I do think that there is intriguing second round corners um, that you could put across from, uh, you could put across from Diggs. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm all for picking up draft capital if either Sertan or Pitts isn't there, so or Sewell or whomever, you know. All right, cool. Well, back to the mock then. So with pick 11, I have the Giants taking Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle slash guard, Northwestern. Um, I think Slater might be one of the top five best players in this whole draft. So the Giants grabbing him and finally maybe starting to rectify their offensive line would not be great for Dallas. Um, so I think that this, this would be a, a solid pick for New York. So that's what I got. Yeah, I uh, I have the Giants getting gifted Jamar Chase. Ugh. Yeah, that's ugly. don't like it. That would suck. Don't like it, but uh, yep, that's uh, that's that's who I have falling to them. So. Wow, yeah. that would that, that would be quite a, that quite would a deal. Suck for us. So. Yeah. Well, I've got uh, I've got the Giants also with Rashawn Slater trying to build up that offensive line because their offensive line is stuck for so long. All right, Eagles is you. Eagles is me. Okay, you Coulter, you were talking about wide receiver in the Eagles here. I went with uh, Micah Parsons, linebacker hmm. uh, from Penn State for the Eagles at uh, number twelve. This is uh, this is where I finally have Smith going, which I hate. Hate that too. <laughs> I uh, I think he's really good, and like I said, that he's my favorite receiver in the draft. So, yeah, for for Philly to get to move down to twelve, pick up an extra first rounder next year, and uh, get to get, in my opinion, the best receiver in the draft at twelve. That was uh, you know regardless. Regardless of how much he weighs, uh, yeah, I, I think one thing to keep in mind too is Dave Gettleman is picking eleven, and you never know what the hell that guy's going to do. He he'll probably pick somebody with like a third round grade that we've never heard of. Probably, so. yeah. Probably. All right. Well, I have the Eagles grabbing Rashawn or Rashawn J.C. Horn here. Um, I think J.C. Horn's starting to rise up draft boards. Uh, and I think that he just there's a lot of desirable things about J.C. Horn and corner is just such a premium position in the NFL. I don't see how he gets out of like the top. Like I said, I think somewhere between 10 and 15 is probably where I think Horn will go. So I have Philly grabbing him here. So uh, pick 13, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers. I have them taking Christian Derrissaw offensive tackle from Virginia Tech. Um, Justin Herbert needs some help on that offensive line. Coulter, I think he copied my my list. 
I yeah, I think he copied mine. Uh, well, I, I, it sounds to me like maybe all three of us have the same pick here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I have Dareshaw going here as all well. Right, you, right. you, you guys will like this. I had him going at both 13 and 14. Yeah. Inten- intentionally. <laughs> I didn't know which one of those two was going to get him, but I thought one of them would. So I just put him in both slots. You're hedging your bets here. I'm hedging my bets. <laughs> I don't think that's how this is supposed to work, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess I'll just go with 14 then sure. since, uh, sure. since Kurt has Derrishaw going in both yeah. spots yeah. Uh, 14 is the Minnesota Vikings um, I have them taking uh, Vera Tucker who I've seen listed as both a guard and oh. a tackle yeah USC, USC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah okay um, I have the Vikings taking Quiddy Pay defensive end from Michigan um, thought about him too <laughs> I I don't want Quiddy Pay, and you I, honestly, and I will one hundred percent admit this. I know they're not the same player, but after Taco, I want nothing to do with Quiddy Pay. I know he's more athletic, but I don't want it. I don't want any part of him. So uh, I have the Vikings taking him, and that is fine with me. So so maybe you maybe you can tell me more about Quiddy Pay that would make me feel better about someone taking him, but I just, well, I, I don't think we're, we're not taking quick pay. I can tell you that much, at least not at 10. Um, but I, uh, I think quick pay, uh, you're getting a better person than taco Charlton. Um, but I don't even think he's the best Michigan defensive lineman in the draft. I don't think the best Michigan defensive lineman in the draft is going until, uh, until day three. And that's Carlo Kemp, uh, and I hope we get him. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I think Pay is quicker. He reminds me more of uh, Frank Clark than uh, than uh, even Rashawn Gary or Taco Charlton. Um, and Frank Clark was obviously pretty good, or is good. obviously yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, but Frank Clark had the character issues, and that was uh, that was the concern there. But yeah, so okay, gotcha. All right, so pick 15. I have the Patriots. I have Mac Jones sliding to the Patriots here. That just seems like such a New England Patriots-type quarterback. I don't know. Um, I think this is probably where he should go, uh, but I think he'll end up in the top five. I'm not a racist. Don't you call? Don't you mumble under your breath that I'm a racist? No, 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 no. no. There's been there's been mumbles of. Of Mac Jones being a white supremacist. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so obviously, there's been mumbles of the of the Patriots having like those same those same similar kind of sentiments, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm 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 just messing up. <laughs> but no, I have Mac Jones going here. I, I just you know, again, I don't see it with Mac Jones. I don't even think he should go here, frankly, but. Uh, with with quarterback being such a needy, like it just being such a primo position, second round quality quarterbacks get taken in the first round plenty anymore. So, yeah, they do. Uh, this is where I have them going. Uh, let's see. I have the Patriots getting J.C. Horn. Okay. Ah. Okay. Now, uh, since quarterback is such a big need, I've got them taking Trey Lance. Trey Lance is still on the board for me. Okay. Um, Trey Lance at 15 is a pretty good, pretty good option, I think. Uh, I don't think he'll be there at 15. And 
you know, likely the Patriots will trade up to get a quarterback of their choosing. I think probably Justin Fields or Mac Mac Jones, I think, but I don't know. Uh, Lance was available, so I plugged him in there because New England needs quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy the Patriots. You know, in their Cam Cam Newton was terrible last year. Yeah, he, I mean, he was dog shit. Yeah. Every single game I watched, I, I he looked like he was struggling to throw the football, and I don't know why they made the decision to bring him back. Um, you know what that was based off of. Thanks. But them saying that they believe that he can still do it, I don't know what that's based off of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, far be it for me to criticize Belichick. I mean, he's obviously the greatest coach of all time. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I I I've, it's I don't think it's really their style to move up and get a quarterback. But I don't see what else he can do. So Cam looks washed, honestly. Yeah, he does. <clears throat> Uh, so, okay, you're going 16. Trey Lance. So, uh, Cardinals, 16. I've got them taking J.C. Horn. All right. That's 16. You know, one, yeah. one of the interesting things we talk about sometimes is tr- trades and how we say this could be a spot for a trade. This could be... You know, the last few years, there we've thought, you know, this might be a year where there's going to be a lot of trades. And it seems like people stick pretty tight to their positions once draft day rolls around. Mm-hmm. Now, just because I said that, watch now. There'll be people hopping around like jumping beads. I don't mm-hmm. know. But, see, uh, I, think, I think this year is a year where we're going to see a lot of trades. And you, I think we're going to see right? trying to pick up trying to pick up as many picks in 22 and 23 as possible because – they're going to have more film and information available on those guys because this year yeah. you're going to, you, you're going to, you're, you're picking a lot of opt outs. You're picking guys. You don't have combine information on guys. You don't have pro day information on guys. You have very truncated information on, uh, you know, like Farley is a great example. You know, this is a dude who opted out of the year who has now had back surgery, who you have basically no information on. Uh, other, you have two-year-old tape on him at this point. Yeah. By the time he plays again, he'll have been out of football for three years. I mean, there's no guarantee he plays this fall. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. So if, if it's me and there's not a player that I super love, I'm trading that pick and I'm getting assets for 22 and 23 and I'm stocking up because those are going to be guys that I know about. But I, So I think you're right, Kurt. But yeah. um, I have the Cardinals uh, replacing the loss of Patrick Peterson and getting Grant Newsome. Uh, okay. Cornerback. Yeah. Yeah. Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> hey, you took the same player in two picks intentionally. <laughs> you, you have no room to talk here. So, um, I have Arizona getting Elijah Vera Tucker here. Um, Vera Tucker just seems like a very solid pick. Um, just like Not exciting. But yeah, I, I think he'll be. He'll end up probably. Seems like one of these guys that'll probably have like a 10, 12 year career will probably be a starter his whole career. And like, you know, there's something to be said for that. So, um, could easily, you know, I don't know too much about Arizona's roster, but he just seems like such a rock solid kind of pick, which is, I think, you know, for this, this draft, like you said, Coulter was such limited info. I don't think you can poo poo the idea of that at all. Um, 
taking guys that are, you know, in baseball terms, more doubles instead of swinging for the fence, this might not be the year to swing for the fence. Like, uh, so, um, I have the Raiders at pick 17 taking Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Um, I, I watched tape on Owusu Koromoa and he's just fast. Like it's ridiculous how fast he is. And I mean, you could even argue he's probably a, a safety cause he's so small. He's like two eleven or something like that. Underdame uh, linebackers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all know about them. Yeah. So, uh, I think he's, he's a lot of fun. Um, I wouldn't want Dallas to take him personally because I, I think he's kind of positionless and I don't think Dallas knows what to do with those guys. Uh, so I have the, Dallas knows what to do with anyone. Hey, you know. well, Dan Quinn might know what to do with some people on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's pretty obvious. Uh, Nolan didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, I have a Wusu Koromoa going here. Um, Kind of fun linebacker. I like him quite a bit. I actually think I like him better than I like Micah Parsons. So, Well, that segues nicely into my pick because I have the Raiders taking Micah Parsons. Ah. He's fallen this far. Um, I yeah. just – I think uh, – well, you know me. I think linebackers are – I think linebackers are the running backs of the defense – they don't matter. I think they're largely replaceable. I think you can get a linebacker in the fourth, fifth, sixth round. That'll do you just as well, largely as one in the first round. Um, and I think that Micah Parsons, like you mentioned earlier, Matt has some other things that you got to worry about as much as his athleticism is freakish. Um, and he just seems like a Raider to me. So yeah, I got him going 17. With some of the uh, reports of him hazing teammates and things like that, it's, oh, I um, heard about that. Yeah, there's some reports of him like just slapping his dick on guys' face, oh, no. teammates' face, oh, and God. stuff like that. Don't like, hear about that shit. Yeah, um, some Seems real like my kind of guy. Some, <laughs> some <laughs> oh, real, geez, real. Uh, Sounds pretty, like some real immaturity problems. Yeah, there. and that's been some. He's uh, probably a member of a fraternity too, and that's probably. And then Charles Haley could kick it from the sounds. Yeah, yeah right. sounds like it. So. Uh, I've got uh, Caleb McFarley going to the Raiders at 17. Um, that's another Raiders pick. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's kind of a Raiders kind of guy, you know. Speed. And, uh, speed. I, I thought about him, too. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Ultimately, I, just, I, don't, I, I don't know about you, Matt, but I don't know how far they're going in the first round. You know, it, it could be that that happens because, you know, he not only had one back surgery, he had two mm-hmm. to fix the same problem. Yeah, and with no tape on him from last year. Yeah, um, I have Farley going in the first. I don't think he should go in the first. I he could be a Dallas Cowboys second round special if he was there at forty four. Would yeah. not shock me one bit to see Dallas go I mean, Farley at forty four. Any of those sur- double surgeries and it's uh, it, it's I can't remember the exact procedure. But I think it's the procedure to shave part of the disc off that's pressing against the nerve. It's the same surgery yeah. Romo had, actually. Then, then you probably don't want to. Yeah. Probably don't want to, especially for a cornerback. I mean, the way they if twist. If he's 75, I'm happy to chance it, but not at 44. Yeah. No, I wouldn't either. 
I and would I want to back up to get him. Yeah. 75 and that's the yeah. first chance I'm willing to take. Yeah. I'd take a chance on him at 44 personally, but I, I um, it's, that's just me. I just think I'd he's got, have, I'd rather have a Sante Samuel at 44. Yeah. You know, Dallas won't want him though. He's too small. So I know he can play. I don't agree with it, but he can, you know, um, sounds like Quinn likes bigger, bigger cornerbacks. Yeah, yeah. I just think, uh, Farley's too talented to get out of the out of the first, so it's a good pick. I think it's you again, though. Oh, it's me again. Yep. Uh, eighteen, the Dolphins. I've got them taking Elijah Vera Tucker at eighteen because hmm. he wasn't off the board yet for for me. Uh, I have the Dolphins at eighteen taking Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay. All right. Uh, I have the Dolphins. Deciding that running backs do matter, and taking Travis Etienne, oh, wow. running back, Clemson. That's that's pretty high. Now I'm starting to kind of agree, in, not as much to your uh, stance, Coulter, that running backs don't matter. But I think if you're going to take a running back anymore in today's NFL, one, you need to bank on the fact that he should not probably be getting a second contract because they are so beat up. And two, they have to be an option in the passing game anymore yeah. in today's NFL. Yeah. Um, and if you can find a guy that is can catch the ball out of the backfield and just resign yourself to the fact that you're going to use him and use him up and then replace him, fine. But um, I think ETN fits that mold pretty well, and he's fast. He's got game-breaking speed, so that's where I've, I've got him going. Here's the thing. If you're going to use them catching the ball out of the backfield, it has to be down the field. Like you can't be throwing it to them behind the line of scrimmage because what analytics tells us is that's just as bad as a handoff. Sure. So you've got to get them downfield. Yeah. Otherwise, you might as well just be running it. Yep. Unless, unless you can actually execute a screen on like Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just. Since we're, the only, since we're the only fucking team in the NFL that can't do that. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> so, well, when you've got a 230-pound running back who's lost most of his juice, that doesn't help. So. <laughs> best running back on our team for two years now. Yeah. All right. Well, I have Washington actually somehow lucking this out and getting Trey Lance at 19. Wow. Um, which would suck because I think yeah. Washington is a quarterback away from being a really good football team. They got a good defense, and they could probably let Ryan Fitzpatrick in this scenario probably you know fart his way around for a year and let Trey Lance get comfortable and then turn. Got to learn from too. Yeah, yeah, and then Trey Lance takes the reins in twenty twenty two and makes Washington a a legit team. Uh, so that's just how my mock fell. I don't want to see that, but that's how it goes in my draft. I don't think the rest of the NFL lets Trey Lance fall that far, but since we don't do trades, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Washington has the best roster in the division. I think the only thing I agree with you, Matt, the only thing that's holding them back from being the best team in the division is the fact that we have Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're, we're a defense away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have the uh, the Washington football team here because uh, I didn't feel like there was a tackle quite worth taking here. 
uh, no quarterbacks left. Um, I have them uh, shoring up that defense even more and getting a Wusu Cora more. Wow. So that's what Washington needs is another defensive. Yeah, I did, I did the same thing, actually, Coulter. I had the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Take here two. we go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had this slip out, didn't I? I noticed, though, it's all it, in it, all it's caps. It's all on caps on the, on the sheet there. <laughs> So I did. I haven't taken the same, same person, Koromoa. Right. Now, what do you do with the Bears? I mean, oh my God. Um, I, I gave him Tevin Jenkins. I, you know, I Oklahoma State yeah, offensive tackle. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. They need offensive line help. I know that. And and he was the next one on on the board, so that's who I gave him. Right. Yeah, um, the Bears are also in need of a wide receiver. I know that. Yep. Um, and I know that there has been a trend over the last month or so of late first, early second round receivers, probably a handful or so of guy, of just guys that people are kind of clamoring about going in this probably 20 to 40 range. And I've seen people talk about, like I said, anywhere between, you know, a handful to 10 guys that could go here. And so this is the first one that I have going is Rashad Bateman from Minnesota to the Bears. Okay. Nice. Uh, I have the Bears taking Trayvon Morig, safety from TCU. Hmm. Uh, now, I, I don't know a ton about the Bears you know, roster. I know they've got a good defense. What I will just say about Trayvon Morig in general is, one, I know Dallas has had a, a visit with him, a virtual visit mm-hmm. with him. Two, I know there have been some reports that Dallas might be interested in trading back up into the first round. Uh, and grabbing a guy, and Morig was one of the names mentioned. God, that would be kind of nice, wouldn't it? Honestly, if it was Morig, personally for me, I would be on board with Dallas going back up into the first and getting Morig because in my in my draft it, they got Sertan. Now, if they went back up and got Morig on top of that, I'm a pretty happy dude, and I would I would let go of 44 and 75 to do that. Um, but Ooh. that's my that's my preference. I'm not sure I'd let go of forty four and seventy five to move up to get. Uh, I don't think, I don't think that's enough to do it. Um, well, maybe not. It might not be. But uh, I mean, like you know, like let's like if we just look at the chart, forty four is worth. So like, let's say we got to go to twenty five. Twenty five is worth seven twenty. Forty four is worth four sixty, and seventy five is worth two fifteen. So that's. Yeah, you're falling a little bit short, and I think if you're coming back into the first round, you got to expect to pay a little bit more. Yeah. So you're gonna have to throw in a little bit more, probably of probably a five at least. We could so we could throw in Connor Williams. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Let's do that. I think you're overvaluing him. Oh, no, <laughs> we so. might get more for a year's worth of soda. Yeah. <laughs> you Billy Bean now. Your money ball. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, I got Morig. Um, I like him quite a bit. I know that some people on Cowboys Draft Twitter don't love him quite as much, but I think he's pretty good safety. I think he'd be a really good option. Um, so, I have him going 20 to the Bears. Uh, is it back to me then? 
Uh, pick 21, Indianapolis Colts. I have them taking Caleb Farley here. Um, we've talked about Farley and all of his injury concerns, and um, he's just he's too big, too fast. Um, just the tools are too good for, I think, him to drop out of the first, even though I don't think I'd touch him in the first round. So that's where I have him going. Yeah. I figured the Colts traded for Carson Wentz. Uh, you got to go offensive side of the ball. Wentz needs all the help he can get. He's shown that. Uh, so I have them. I went back and forth between getting him offensive line protection uh, because he does have an injury history and getting one of these, you know, late first, early second round wide receivers. Ultimately, I decided to go with Tevin Jenkins here. Okay. Uh, you know, protect protect that fragile package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can root for him now because he doesn't play for the Eagles. So that'd be kind of nice, That's actually. True. That's true. I could actually, we could actually root for Carson Wentz to succeed at this point. <laughs> I had him taking Quiddy Pay. I don't know if that makes much sense for him or not, but that's who I plugged in. Okay. Then the Titans at 22, I have them going with Greg Newsom. Cornerback under Northwestern. Newsom's interesting. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say he might be one of the best ones. He's a he's a pro football focus darling, isn't he, Coulter? You, you've, you sent me some stuff on Newsom, I know. Um Oh, uh, the corner for Northwestern? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, yeah. His big thing is he's had injury problems. Mm. Uh, kind of like Farley, only his have been, I guess, a little less significant. I think he only played 17 games over the course of two years at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So obviously that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're at 22 to you, Coulter. Yeah, um... Let me see here. Um, I I know they have AJ Brown, but I feel like you gotta. I and I know they're a run heavy team, obviously. Uh, but I feel like with Tannehill, get them some help. Make yourself multi dimensional. I have them taking Eli Moore, uh, wide receiver from Ole Miss. Okay. Gotcha. So I have the Titans taking Jamin Davis, linebacker, Kentucky. Uh, Another um, riser as of late, it sounds like. Um, He had quite the pro day, it sounds like. Uh, Athletic testing numbers were kind of off the charts. Kind of one of those um, do-it-all kind of modern day NFL linebackers who can cover the tight end and uh, can cover the running backs out of the backfield kind of guy. So that's why I have Tennessee taking. And then 23, uh, the Jets. I mean, it just seems like the Jets always take a defensive lineman. So I have them taking Christian Barmore here. Like <laughs> it just, it, it seems like it makes too much sense. Defensive tackle, Alabama. He's the best defensive tackle in a really weak defensive tackle class um but you know if you're the best at something then you probably go pretty high so i've got him taking christian barmore wouldn't you think uh, just thinking out loud here a little bit wouldn't you uh, i could be wrong but i thought if the cowboys traded back up into the first round they'd go after barmore maybe rather than the the safety 
I don't think I'd be upset with either of those. I think, I'd rather, I think I'd rather do that. I mean, we picked up a couple safeties in free agency. If, if yeah, you know, Kurt, when you said that, I was actually thinking, like, when you said, or when Matt was talking about Barmore just now, I was, I was like, yeah, you know, actually, I think that's probably the guy I would prefer to trade yeah. for. But yeah, I also wouldn't be horribly surprised if he's there at forty-four. Yeah, you know, he might not be. He probably won't be. But I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um. I have the Jets at 23 getting who some people think is the best edge rusher in the class in Jalen Phillips from Miami. Huh. From everything I've heard about Phillips is he's, I mean, he's got some really concerning injury issues, but if he didn't, yep. he would be like a top 10 pick easy. Um, yep. And I've also heard he as some, um, Maybe motivation problems. It sounds like he's an extremely talented musician. Oh boy! And um, you think he's the next Marty B? Well, I mean, he's actually like he plays musical instruments. He's he's like not just like a rapper or oh, anything okay. like that. But, right. um, but yeah, Jalen Phillips. I've heard a lot of comparisons, like just in terms of hand technique, to the Bosa guys. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a good pick. Me? Jets to oh. you, I think. Oh, I, the next two are fun for me. I got the Jets taking Travis ATN. Okay. I thought, you know, running back for those guys, Frank Gore's got to be what now, what, 65? Probably. Um, I mean, you know, so uh, they need a running back, and I I like Travis ATN. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. And, and the Steelers now are in need of a running back. Uh, why don't we take a break, okay? Yeah, ATN, I like him. I, I actually like him a little bit better than Najee Harris. Um, but uh, Steelers need a running back, and guess who? Najee Harris. There you go. So I got them picking at 24. I don't know, Yeah, I, uh, I know that they let Connor walk. Yep. I don't remember where he went. Do you guys remember where Connor ended up? No. Uh, Arizona. He went to Arizona. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, which kind of surprised me because I felt like they, they liked him quite a lot, but also I have the feeling that Connor might be washed, you know, in one contract. That's yeah. kind of that. Um, I have them taking a running back as well, but I have them taking Najee Harris. That's Even why I had I'm him. a big believer in the running backs don't matter crowd. That's who I had him taking. Oh, I thought you had him taking uh, Etienne. No, I, I had uh, the previous pick, Etienne, uh, and then... He's got back-to-back oh, backs. I got back-to-back Sorry. running backs. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry, gotcha. Okay. I mixed them up. So we're three for three here, guys. I got Najee Harris going to the Steelers as well. Oh, figure that out. Um, for everything I've kind of seen. So he's like, definitely not going 24 is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Najee, I know that Pittsburgh has met with Najee. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, going off of this, Najee can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um he, I think he's just a good all-around back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think if you're going to take a running back anymore, the the back end of the first round is probably a good place to do it if you think he's that special, you know. Um, so you aren't, you aren't for doing it like at, say, pick four? Pick four. You know, anything like that? On it, hey, you know what? <laughs> Zeke was... Oh, once, for, for what Zeke was... Once century talent, right? When you he came the, out, you mean the slow fat? Yeah, uh, we, he just he, Jalen Ramsey. I would so look, looking back on it now, yeah, probably. Um, 
So I don't know. But Zeke gave us, he was a machine his first couple, two, three years in the league. Yeah. He was tons of fun to watch. Anyway. Yeah, he was. Um, and now he's just the cap and cookie monster. <laughs> yeah. So pick 25. Uh, this is the Jags' second pick in the first round. And again, I actually didn't expect this to happen in my mock. I've actually got them taking Javante Williams, another running back. Hmm. I've got three running backs going in the first round, and I wasn't even sure when I started this that I was going to have any, honestly. So um, I think there's some people out there who think that Javante Williams might be the best running back in this class. Um, I don't know enough about him, but I've heard a lot of good things. So Jacksonville picks up another... Playmaker to pair with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I uh, I have them taking Alex Leatherwood, the tackle from Alabama. I figure if you were taking a quarterback with the first pick in the draft, if you have a second pick in the first round, you have to either get him somebody to throw to or somebody to throw behind. And um, so I went with the tackle. All right. Good. I uh, went on the other side of the ball. I went with uh, Trayvon Morick, uh, safety. Okay. And uh, at uh, 26 for the Browns, I had them taking Greg Rousseau. Okay. Defensive end from Miami. Defensive end Miami, yes. All right. Yeah, uh, the, the Browns, it, it was weird to uh, get down here and go, oh, the Browns, they have a first-round pick, and it's uh, it's all the way down here. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, not in the top. Like, there. legitimately, I'm not even being like, a, I'm not even trying to be mean. Like, it was just weird. Um, so, yeah, I have the Browns taking uh, Christian Barmore. All right. Okay. And I have the Browns taking Zavin Collins, linebacker from no, Tulsa. Linebacker, so we all went different directions. Yeah. I know that... Also, this is another name just to kind of keep in mind. Uh, Dallas, I know that they love Zayvon Collins quite a bit. Um, when they were scouting Reggie Robinson the year before, I know that they uh, kind of fell in love with Zayvon Collins then. Um, so just something to kind of keep in the back of your mind. Isn't he, is that the kid that's like 270 pounds? Yeah. Yeah, he put on a ton of weight between his, like, Solo pro day and his like team pro day or something like yeah, that. It shouldn't even be and playing like defense. It has again. people thinking that Dan uh, that Dan Quinn might not want him because yeah. Quinn tends to yeah. uh, prefer small linebackers. Yeah, him him putting on that much weight at his second pro day actually uh, concerns me quite a bit. I actually really like watching tape of Collins his last year at Tulsa. Mm-hmm. He's impressive and he's huge. But the fact that he put on that much weight, I, I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know about that. But yeah. um, he's fun to watch. I think he won the Nagurski Award this last year for the oh. nation's best linebacker. I could be wrong about that. But mm-hmm. um, he's, he's kind of freaky. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, 27, Baltimore. I have him taking Greg Newsom. Uh, de- defensive backs in Baltimore, it just seems like it's, it's too easy to make that connection. Um, he'd probably he'll probably flourish in Baltimore and be a multiple time Pro Bowler. So yeah. You know. uh-huh. <laughs> um. So they just lost Judon. Uh, I have, and this guy just seems like a Baltimore Raven to me. So I have them taking Aziz Ojolari 
from Georgia, the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I believe it's to you. Baltimore. I've got the Ravens taking Kadarius Tony. Florida wide yeah. receiver. Yeah, good deal. Yeah, I think uh, you know anything they can do to help out old Lefty is probably a pretty good thing. They're a pretty defensive-minded organization, but I don't know. I just uh, I considered wide receiver there too. Lefty. Yeah. Isn't. Uh, their quarterback left-handed? Baltimore? It's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's left-handed. Isn't no. He? Isn't he? Uh-uh. Oh, sorry. Lost my mind there for <laughs> Michael Vick, you racist. No. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought he was left <laughs> Okay. Jeez. Who would take a as the only left-handed quarterback in the NFL? Okay, sorry. Lost my head. All right. No, it's all good. That's a good pick, though. It was hard to tell. You know? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, you got pick 28, Kurt. Okay, pick 28 for the Saints, Elijah Moore. Okay. They, you know, like you said, Coulter, they might, they might try to move up somewhere and get a quarterback, but they're going to have to move pretty damn far, and it's going to be yeah. pretty costly for them to be able to get their hands on a quarterback. You know, it's funny. I, I bounced around a few websites when I was doing this, kind of looking at team needs, and none of the websites that I looked at listed quarterback as a team need for the Saints. Mm. Not one. Mm. Taysom Hill is not the answer. Jameis Winston is not the answer. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I just uh, I, I couldn't believe that one. N- nothing I looked at listed quarterback as a need. It's a need for the Saints. Oh yeah. I don't have them yeah. taking quarterback here, by the way. Yeah. Um, if they do. Uh, if they do reach for one here, uh, I'm I'm just gonna throw a name out there, uh, David Mills from Stanford. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it would be a smidge of a reach, uh, but I have them taking Zayvon Collins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Saints taking Kadarius Tony. Um, I feel like he would just fit really well in the Saints offense. A lot of just short passing game, a lot of horizontal routes. I think he could really do well in uh, New Orleans here. So, uh, Pick 29, I have the Packers taking Tevin Jenkins, tackle from Oklahoma State. Um, any way to keep Rodgers upright and keep his career going for Green Bay has got to be priority number one because uh, he is about – he's going to be the only thing that keeps them relevant because when he's done, they're, they're done as far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> so – yeah. Um, what, what did we hear last year? What did they keep repeating during the draft as it came toward the Packers? Something along the lines of like, the Packers have never drafted an offensive player in the first round during Rogers tenure or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then when they finally did, it was, it was love. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, and I don't think Rogers was obviously too happy about having his heir apparent being the first uh, offensive player drafted uh, during his time there. Uh, so I have them finally drafting an offensive weapon for him. There you go. Uh, Terrence, Terrence Mitchell, wide receiver, LSU. Huh. Uh, he was kind of the guy that uh, was able to step up for LSU this year, even with Jamar T- Chase still there. He's a big dude. He's like 6'3", fast. Um, 
I, I'm really, he really intrigues me. Um, I don't know necessarily that he'll go in the first round, uh, but he's the type of guy that I think would, if you put him with Aaron Rodgers, that's a good pairing for him. There you go. I had the Packers going with Tavon Collins. Little defensive action for those guys, didn't they? Saving just lose? Collins, you mean? Saving, saving Collins. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, did didn't they just lose their middle linebacker? I don't know. I think they did. It's just kind of weird to see Green Bay as being, you know, a defensive, like their defense being actually decent. No, you know, they've been pretty good the last few years. So yeah. Um, well, they had the Smith brothers. And sure. I think one of them's gone, isn't he? Or I think they're still gone. both there. Yeah. Are they? I think Probably so. One of them left. Maybe. I could be wrong. Okay. Um, uh, at 30 for the Bills, I've got Aziz Ojalari. All right. Uh, I have the Bills taking Etienne. All right. All right. Yeah, they could use a running back. And I've heard that that's kind of where they're, well, I haven't heard it. I've been reading that that's where they're aiming. Mm. Is that would make sense. Back. Sure. It'd make a lot of sense for those guys. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah, that'd be good for Buffalo. They're, they're legit. I like, yeah. I like watching Buffalo play. And Cole Beasley, you know, still got love for Cole Beasley. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I have the Bills taking Jalen Phillips. Uh I don't really know what to do with Jalen Phillips. He's interesting to me. Uh, I'll be interested to see where he ends up. He could go anywhere from like 15 to 50, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see where he goes. But that's where I've got him going. Uh, Pick 31, I have got the Kansas City Chiefs taking Nick Bolton, linebacker, Missouri. Um, I know they've got Hitchens. hold, Hold on, hold on. That pick does not belong to the Kansas City Chiefs. Not anymore. You're right. Which it one? now belongs to... Which one? The Ball 31. It's a, the Ravens pick now. Oh, it is? When did that happen? Well, they traded for Orlando Brown. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this actually just... This Wasn't that yesterday? Over the weekend, I think. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. Okay. It was like three or four days ago. Yeah, I didn't update my spreadsheet. That's okay. I'll Hell, I'll still have the Baltimore Ravens taking Nick Bolton. I just like Nick Bolton in this range, and... You know, defensive specialty specialty for the Ravens. Nick Bolton, I think, would be a good fit for them. So well, they must have somebody in mind for. You know. What say you? Uh, I I have the Ravens with their second pick in the first round, taking Trayvon Morton. All right, all right. So pick thirty-one, right? Yep. Jason Owe or Owa? Is it Owe? I don't know how you say his last name. Penn State defensive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for for them, and then my final pick of the first round for the Bucks is uh, Richie Grant. All right. They're kind of defensive-minded gang. Sure. So there. Yeah. Um, I have the Bucks. It's weird because I feel like they don't really need anything because they're bringing literally every single starter back mm-hmm. from last year. Yep. I, I feel like maybe they could use a running back. Uh, I could see this being where that the kid from North Carolina goes, uh, Williams. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, ultimately, I have them uh, taking away here. Uh, okay. 
he's he's just so intriguing uh the the physical skills he has he just doesn't have the production to go with it so yeah uh we'll see i mean he ran a four three six he plays defensive end but he had zero sacks big. last year and he's big and he's big so yeah that'll be a really interesting one i mean again the production versus traits thing you know he's he's got the size and the speed to do it but he didn't get he didn't record a single sack last year so it's like well what do you do with that i'll uh, update the spreadsheet there yeah send you a new copy sorry um pick 32 for the bucks i have them taking aziz ojalari uh dn from georgia because that's exactly what the Bucks need is another pass rusher. Yeah, uh, after exactly. they after yeah. they absolutely dominated with their pass rush. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Um, so it's a shame you guys are going to lose to me again this year in terms of number of again? right picks. Again. <laughs> um, Did we lose to you no, last year? No, I think Coulter and I tied last year because you get that stupid Isaiah Wilson pick with like twenty nine, and tied me up last year. So, I, I was going to say, I think I have traditionally been either the winner or at least tied to two. No, you are, you are almost always the winner of this. Yes, he is. So, um, good deal, guys. Any, uh, any other general thoughts about maybe picks for Dallas in the second and third round or uh, thoughts on the first round of the draft or anything like that? Defense, defense, defense. Okay. Uh, I would like to, uh, depending on how things go, definitely, obviously, we need some offensive line help after we saw, uh, you know, undrafted rookie free agents start all year last year horribly. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was not ideal. Uh, ideal. So I think every single pick needs to be defense and O line. Um, I. Uh, Kind of, I have kind of a little, a little pet cat receiver from uh, uh, Clemson that I like quite a lot, uh, and uh, his name's Cornell Powell. Uh, huh. I there's just something about him that uh, I I really like, uh, and I think we could get him in the sixth or seventh. Also, I mentioned Carlo Kemp earlier from Michigan, another mm-hmm. Michigan player that I think would really fit Dan Quinn's mold really well is uh, uh, Cam McGrone. He's a linebacker. He's that perfect Dan Quinn size, small, fast, um, had a great freshman year at Michigan, his sophomore year less great, but I think he'll go right in that 74 to 99 area that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Asante Samuel, uh, Assuming we don't get a corner at 10, like sure. it happened in my draft. Sure. So hmm. I wouldn't even mind going, you know, corner, corner in the first two rounds, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that, uh, that wouldn't bother me. Wouldn't me either, honestly. If there was a guy you liked in the second round, I like I like Melifonwu quite a bit. Uh, Ifetu Melifonwu. Um, I, you know, I know Obi didn't really pan out, but it sounds like uh, his younger brother, Ifetu, it actually likes football, <laughs> unlike Obi, who it sounds like really didn't care all that much. Um, I Washington. Yeah, yeah. He, um, I know the 
Dan Quinn also went to Oregon's pro day. Javon Holland, safety from Oregon, oh, is sure. an interesting. Yeah. Uh, could be a good pick in the second round. Do they go that high? I think one thing. One thing I would say is if is if we were to be able to get certain in the first round, and Farley was still there at forty four, I think I'd feel better about that. Sure. Well, then you you don't have to rely on Farley then if you've got a more solid option. Yeah. Um, I know that you like. Uh, obviously, we both like Jabril Cox quite a bit. I wouldn't uh, mind picking up Jabril, Jabril Cox. NDSU and yeah, LSU. Yeah, he runs. He runs real well sideline to sideline. I know you liked Barrett Browning too I from did. Ohio yep, State quite I liked a bit him too. Um, linebacker, so. Yeah. That's also another potential option. I just I like Shaka Tony from uh, Penn State. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think the guys we got a linebacker are the answer. Yeah. I you know you can't Van Der Esch is much like Sean Lee, hard to keep on the field. Um, yeah. Well, that that brings up that brings up two things to talk about. Number one, do we pick up? Van Der Esch's option and number two Sean Lee retired today yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 Sean Lee retiring you know we all know it was coming but it still sucks yeah um but he's been he's been good he's been <clears throat> good over the years for the Cowboys when he's been in there um but uh for as many um kind of guys that are kind of annoying on Dallas's defense for a lot of bad reasons. Like uh, I think of like Xavier Woods who last year, basically kind of talking about like, Oh, well we obviously don't go hundred percent on every play. And just like that kind of personality. Um, Sean Lee is just like the polar opposite of that just lives and breathes football. And that's so easy to root for as a fan. Yeah. And yeah. he was also just phenomenal when he could play. Yeah. Um, it, he's like, I was telling my dad before we started the podcast, he might be one of those ultimate, um, what if kind of players, you know, I think he could be, could have been every bit as good as Luke Keekley was, uh, for Carolina, uh, had he just been healthy enough. Sean Lee was a hall of famer if he stayed healthy. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. He, I, he was, he was awesome. Yeah. I don't think that you could, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. Honestly. Yeah, and I'm not sure we do pick up the, uh. What is uh, Vanderish's uh, option? Nine million? Oh, it's like twelve. Is it that? It's high? a it's lot. It's more than that. Well, I don't. I don't know, man. You know, he sure as hell hasn't played like he's worth twelve million dollars. No, not since his he was year. Off, he was awful last year. I um, I just I. I get so I kind of stand for Leighton Vanderish when we took him, at least for from the three of us. Um, and I felt so justified after that first year where he was so good and was like second team all pro and just tackled everything that moved. Um, but I, you know, the, the injury risk again, reared its ugly head. So it's just, it's so hard to commit to that. So I don't know. I I'm rooting for the guy. I like him. I like his personality. Um, but He's been hurt, and when he's been on the field lately, he hasn't been very good. Oh, you're right. I don't okay, know. so right now, if you're Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones, and you have to pick up the option within the next five minutes, yes or no, do you do it? You have to. I say no. 
I would decline it as well. To have, who are you going to put in there? I don't think it matters. Well, I you, you okay. also have a you also have a year to sort that out because he's still under contract for twenty twenty one. So you're declining well, that's, as an option. That's true. Yeah. 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 I just I don't know if you can place that much financial financial security in a guy that you don't know if is going to be ready from week to week anymore. Um, What's well, funny? You know, I, I like with Sean Lee retiring today. Um, I came across this tweet where somebody said, you know, everybody talks about Sean Lee's injury history, but he played in it was like two or three more games in his first three years than Leighton Van Der Esch did. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, honestly, for me, I. I know that we Dallas probably doesn't want to do this, but I think we we probably have to just blow up the linebacking core. I know they want Jalen Smith and Leighton Vandresh to be the centerpieces of that, but it's just not going to work. Like, well, I think you got to give Dan Quinn a year or two to see. I I, I don't know. Well, maybe maybe not. Maybe he'll be able to tell through training camp. Maybe not. But uh, I don't know. But with Nolan as the DC, um, you know, that's when their productions seem to kind of go all to shit. Other than Jalen Smith, looks like he's running through the sand on the beach most of the time, you know. He's, he's like he's pulling. The, the, game, the game that stands out to me when the defense went downhill is still that Colts game in 2019. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah, where or 2018, was it? 2018, I think, yeah. Yeah. Yep, it so, went downhill and it was from from there on, yeah. Yeah, they got absolutely exposed. Yeah. By, well, should we uh, give Sean Lee a big salute and uh, yep. call it? I feel like absolutely. this is a long episode. Yeah, yeah. we haven't had a you know, two-year hiatus. we got to cover a lot of ground here. So, well, uh, absolutely. Mr. Sean Lee, we salute you. Salute you. For, for all your uh, years of playing through um, bad Cowboys defenses and – probably being one of the few bright spots on them when he could be on them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anybody have any, uh, last cl- thoughts, closing Final thoughts. thoughts before we get this thing underway? No, no. As best weekend of the year. Absolutely. It is. Yeah, it is. No question. Um, I still miss the Saturday, Sunday, like I do all too. day. Marathon. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Like, I look forward to those weekends, like just being absolutely disgusting by Sunday night. Yeah, you know, yeah. stinky and sweaty. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like the Thursday, Friday, Saturday format no. going around the country. I don't like it. Yeah, no. But regardless, like you said, it's the best weekend of the year, and it's the draft. It's one of the most fun things for nerds like us. So. Um, I think that's about it. Yep. Unless anybody else has got anything. No. Not I. Alright. Okay. Well, what do we always say? Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. Cowboys.